All right, Melissa Riker says for her kids, um, that and it's a significant privilege that she takes away. For my kids, she says it's screens, their little devices, it would be taken away, their iPad for three days or not even a time frame because I'm just taking it away until they can show a positive change in their behavior. Don't take it away for an hour. Don't take it away for a today. Like make them do a couple of days in a row of repentance of showing a better attitude before you give it back. And you're not mean if you punish your child again. You would be doing them a disservice if you let them go through life thinking they can talk to a, someone uh, that way. It's just disrespectful and <clears throat> you don't want them growing up disrespectful. Another one is, um, and I don't like the word uh, lazy, but uh, if you have a child that where you that just doesn't want to participate in chores, the chore to you tie the t chore to a time helps with that because they know they have to do this after they do that. It's at the same time every day, so they can't procrastinate. It's also where checklists come in. I'm a big checklist girl and I have a checklist for clean your room. It's make your bed, clean under the bed, clear your desk, like it's an actual visual cue of everything they need to do so that they don't slack off. And that also helps with an ADHD child. I have an ADD child and they are very forgetful. And the same thing, uh, having that checklist is super, super helpful, tying it to a time and you might have to move more slowly with that child because they aren't as attentive. But you can also, then when you tell them to clean their room, remind them to check the picture. You can take a picture of what the clean room looks like and have them check the picture and compare uh, what their room looks like with the picture that you did. So that, that can help with forgetfulness and uh, also and and you know slacking off but if you have that perfectionist child timing uh doing it to a timer can help them move along also and try to teach the perfectionist child progress over perfection uh if you're a homeschool family homeschool has its positive and negatives when it comes to chores because you're home most of the time and when you're home most of the time you're making more messes. But you can spread them out a little more if you're homeschooling and staying home all day and keeping it clear separation between household time and school time. You can't school um, because you can't school if you're trying to clean and you can't clean if you're trying to school, homeschool. Uh, if you're two working parents, so if you're really busy and out of the house constantly, we're going from clubs and sports, you're just going to have to find times, even if you can't do it every day, 
to designate as chore time. So maybe you have the chore in the morning before school. They have time to make their bed, wipe down the bathroom counters after they brush their teeth. Uh, and then you can just maybe have a Sunday afternoon after church. That's when uh, my family did their chore time. We didn't have church on Sunday nights. So we would have, go to church Sunday morning and as soon as lunch was over, they had maybe a few minutes for their, you know, 30 minutes to an hour for their food to digest. And then um, it was time to get all the chores done uh, and get their rooms clean and get ready for the next week to come. Um, but she says, then you can just maybe have a Sunday afternoon after church. You're going to do family cleaning time and everybody's going to do their assigned chores. Uh, and she says, don't do it for three hours long, but maybe take an hour of the day and work up to that. Um, and now she's addressing single parents. Single parents, I was raised by a single mom and single parents work so hard. My mom worked so hard, it was just me and her. So again, you have to do teamwork. And she says her mom was so tired when she got off work at the end of the day that they had uh, Saturday morning uh, chores. So both of them worked together every Saturday morning, cleaned the house, and then they had the rest of the weekend free. And she says, Single parents need to give themselves grace. We have cleaning on Saturday mornings. She would blast music during the uh, during the house and we uh, through the throughout the house and we would just be silly, going around and clean for a couple of hours. It's super important that you implement this process because you cannot do it all by yourself, and nor should you have to. Now, she deals with overwhelm. She says she was, her husband was in the military. So when he was deployed, it was just her and the kids. So again, it had to be teamwork. And she had moments where she was very, very overwhelmed. And she says, if you, ha and if you have moments in your life where you're so overwhelmed that you just can't, motivate yourself to do the house cleaning like she suggests. She says, just at least do the basics. And then as you're able, you can add in the other stuff. So for the basics, food, if it's takeout, if it's cereal for dinner, if people are getting fed and they're not hungry, good job, mama, you're doing well. The second one is laundry. Do enough laundry so no one's wearing dirty clothes. You don't have to do it every day. You don't have to get everything done, but let's have some clean clothes to wear and pat yourself on the back for that. The bare basics of keeping your kids educated. The fourth thing would be making sure your bills get paid. Now, it's hard to take care of everybody else if you're not at least taking basic care of yourself. So showering, getting dressed, 
It's amazing how putting on one of your favorite outfits can perk up your mood a little. Just that basic self-care. So those are the five basics. You want to feed everyone, have clean clothes, make sure you're getting educated, pay the bills, do self-care. If you can do all of that and that's all you can do at that point in your life, it's fine. If you're in a situation where things are just too overwhelming. But setting expectations. So I just, I guess I want to reassure you that if something happens in life and you're like, you're just knocked for a loop and you're completely overwhelmed, it doesn't mean you have to abandon the system. And I would even tell the kids, I would say, hey, mommy's got a lot going on right now. We're going to take a week break from doing our chores. Now you'll have to spend a lot of extra time catching up, but take a break from the chores for a week. We'll do family cleaning time during the week, but we're not going to do our chores for one week, okay? And then after a week, we're going to start back. So you're getting setting expectations and they don't think so that they don't think you've stopped chore time altogether and they know that you're going to come we're all the family's all going to come back to it now um and if you're starting to backslide a little is i get on their nerves okay if you're what to do when you're kid forgets to do something that you know that you know that they know to do so for me my big pet peeve is when my kids leave their dirty dishes sitting on the counter because they know my kids know at this point that they need to put them in the dishwasher so my solution for this is after it's already a habit and if they're starting to backslide a little is I get on their nerves. And what she means by getting on their nerves is when they're doing something else, you just have them come back to the kitchen. Hey, come put your dishes up. Come put your dishes up. Until they're, it's easier to put their dishes up than it is to stop what they're doing constantly and coming and making those corrections. She says, I'm just making them stop what they want to do to finish up what they should have done before. Um, like, oh, he left his bowl down and eventually it comes way more convenient for them to remember at the time than to, for me to call them down 10 times. So it's just a way of correcting the behavior without punishment. So if they forgot to put their dish in the dishwasher and they left all the crumbs on the countertop, you call them back to put the bowl up. Then you call them back to do the crumbs and you just keep calling them back until the job is completed. So remember, persistence is key. All right, now we're going to review what we just said do a little review in case you miss something. She says, how to make your kids help with chores around the house and make it pleasant for all. Uh, the key elements to getting the family to help with housework is persistent. You are the leader of the family team. Progress over perfection and positivity over all. 
Um, if you don't go into the process of teaching your kids to do chores properly, they're going to fail. You have to set yourself up for success. Being persistent and consistent is critical. Teaching your kids to do chores is not an overnight thing. The process is slow because you're building new habits. So that's where that persistence is going to come in. You are the leader of your house. You are not the family maid. You are the leader of the family team. Not only are you the leader of the team, you're the coach and you're the star player. It can be super frustrating when you are teaching your kids to do chores because sometimes you have to go after them and fix it. Let go of perfection. If you're trying to build a habit, no amount of yelling and criticizing is going to reinforce that. You're making it a punishment rather than a positive habit and a life skill that you're learning. So be positive. And I know that is hard because, you know, you're, you're really not wanting to spend lots and lots and lots of time on that. Um, choose one super easy chore for your child to do and tie it to a time or a habit. For example, making your bed, teaching your child that after they get up, use the bathroom and brush their teeth, they make their bed. At each step in this process, introduce the chore, describe it, show an example, step by step, supervise them doing it, and then quality control. Once your child has mastered one chore, then introduce family cleaning time. Oh, once you have started to introduce chores, then you can introduce the family cleaning time. This is 10, 15, 10 to 15 minutes that you get in the habit of everybody working together to get the house cleaned up. Set a timer. This is very important and make it fun. Put on some loud music, smile, laugh, and have a good time. This could be your before bed routine. As you add more and more chores or right after dinner routine, uh, as you add more and more chores, add in rewards and incentives. The rewards can be little like words of praise or a Hershey's chocolate kiss as a reward. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that um, you can practice persistence and see how that works for you and your family. I know persistence does work. You have to just constantly hold them accountable, and uh, that is what works. And thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next podcast.